Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. This is big. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News. Coming up this afternoon, this regard false report of Larvanga Mox collapse says manager ranking coaches ramp into for refusing to expand voter registration venues or searching mensables to months late former mp for bantama and boko central mp condemns killing of nine traders in pusiga this business sports and showbiz is coming in this afternoon's bulletin the news will be read by awen temi akansukum now let's settle for the details, managers of the Larbanga Mox in the Savannah region have called on the public to disregard reports of the collapse of the mosque. News on social media earlier this week suggested that the mosque collapsed after a rainstorm, but this has turned out to be false. When the media visited the mosque Sunday, September 24, the mosque was in good shape with both local and international tourists visiting. Seydou Bashiru, a tour guard in an interview, said it was rather similar design of the marks in Bali that collapsed Sunday, September 17. The Larabanga Marks is a marks built in the Sudanese architectural style in the community of Larabanga in the West Gunja municipality of the Savannah region. It is the oldest marks in the country and one of the oldest in West Africa and has been referred to as the Mecca of West Africa. It has undergone restoration several times since it was founded in 1421. The mosque has an old Quran believed by the locals to have been given as a gift from heaven in 1960 to Yidan Brahma, the Imam at the time, as a result of his prayers. It is one of the most visited tourist destinations in Ghana. Now, the founder and president of Imani Africa, Franklin Kujo, has strongly criticized the Electoral Commission for refusing to expand venues for the ongoing voter registration exercise. In an interview with the media, Kujo accused the EC of using a Machiavellian approach in its dealing, thereby disenfranchising the majority of Ghanaians. He also took a swipe at the EC for announcing that it would revise the number of registrants. He advised the EC to be pragmatic in its approach, praising the Commission on Human Rights and Administrative Justice Shiraj Boss, Joseph Whittle, for kicking against the EC's stance. However, Kujo lambasted the National Commission on Civic Education, NCCE, for being silent about the attitude of the leadership of the EC. I haven't seen that of the NCCE. The NCCE has shut its mouth and eyes to all the things that are happening in the EC, he pointed out. A section of the public has voiced their disapproval of the EC's choice to limit registration centers to district offices, which are often located inconveniently for many eligible voters. Both the Opposition and National Democratic Congress, NDC, and various civil society organizations have called on the EC 
to expand the registration exercise to more accessible locations. However, the EC has maintained its stance and proceeded with registration solely at its district offices. Now, the Member of Parliament for Swami, Oseche Mensabonsu, has expressed shock at the demise of Mr. Daniel Ochim Abwaje, the former Member of Parliament for Bantama. In a statement copied to the media, Mr. Chairman Sabonsu said, I've received with utter shock the unheralded transition of a brother, former colleague, parliamentarian, and an unblemished patriot in the Elephant Party, Mr. Daniel Ochim Abwache. He noted that humans recognize them as a sacred invitation to eternity by their creator. He said, notwithstanding its inevitability, the call often leaves a trial of anguish and nation, especially in instances of recognizable truncation of a flourishing mission, as the case of Mr. Ochim Abwache. Ochim, you were a man of many parts, a joy to know and work with, especially in matters of finance and economics. An astute a debater, you were in parliament, new patriotic party and the nation has lost precious personality, he stated. Painful, devastating, shattering and unbearable is a huge underestimate to the family, both nuclear and extended, which is why we pray the Almighty to provide comfort in this inauspicious moment. Daniel, may your departing soul continue to be with us and strengthen us in the hallowed enterprise of retaining power to rebuild and reposition Ghana. Fair be well, brave warrior who conquered death with an embrace. And that was the statement of Mr. Chairman Sabonsu. Now, in other stories, a National Democratic Congress Member of Parliament for Boko Central in the Upper East region, Mahama Ayarga, has condemned the recent killing of nine traders on the Pusiga Polimakom Road. He, the deceased, made up of six women and three men, together with other passengers, were traveling in two separate vehicles through the Pusiga district to Senkasi in neighboring Togo when the unfortunate incident happened. Fifteen other passengers on board the two vehicles sustained gunshot wounds, with some currently in critical condition. Mr. Ayerga, in a statement he issued over the weekend to condemn the act, noted that the shooting of passenger vehicles on the Boko area and Walewale routes was unacceptable and continued to completely derail the recent improved security situation in Boko and its environs. He stated that the retaliatory shooting must stop and that the military personnel must be firm on the matter and deal swiftly with such dastardly acts, saying the security agencies must take urgent steps to ensure the security of travelers on the Boko and Waliwali roads. Further, he congratulated the security agencies on their efforts in minimizing the casualties on the day the shooting incident occurred, and also extended his condolences to the bereaved family and well wishes to the injured as well while urging the youth to rededicate themselves to the peace that prevailed in the area some weeks ago, he called on government to fully commit itself 
in resolving the underlying issues causing the insecurity situation in Boko to ensure lasting peace. Now, to some business, Ghana has recorded a 9 percentage point drop in, in its total export earnings. As of August 2023, total exports stood at $10.76 billion. It is lower than the $11.81 billion recorded in August 2022. Although Ghana maintained a trade surplus in the year under review, total export declined by about $1 billion, accounting for the 9% fall. The trade surplus stood at $2.06 billion compared to the $1.56 billion posted in August last year. Gold retained its dominance as the most significant contributor to the country's total export. It was the only item in the export basket that saw an increase. It improved to $4.67 billion from $4.22 billion. All the remaining components contracted. Cocoa exports reduced marginally from $1.61 billion to $1.60 billion. Oil export dropped significantly from $3.82 billion to $2.65 billion. Other export fell slightly from $2.16 billion and $2.11 billion. In terms of contribution of the trade surplus to gross domestic product, it was, however, an improvement. The trade balance to GDP was 2.6%, higher than the 2.1% in 2022. However, countries' imports saw a decrease from $10.25 billion to $8.74 billion. Both oil and non-oil imports fell, leading to its positive trade balance. Now, to some sports this afternoon, the latest to weigh in on the exodus of players from Ghana's top flight league to other leagues in Africa and Europe is Black Stars head coach Chris Hilton. Chris Hilton, after qualifying Ghana to yet another AFCON scheduled for January next year in Cote d'Ivoire, was present at the Sunyani Coronation Park, where Bofuakwa Tano picked up a first win against Tamale Real United Friday, September 22, 2023. Chris Hilton's previous squad called up for the AFCON qualifier had two local-based players from reigning Premier League champions, Mediema SC, namely Jonathan Soa and Abdul Fatal Hamidu, to see out the final phase of the qualifying series. Reacting to that in an interview, Hilton believes that is imperative to set sight on the local league, highlighting the plethora of talents in the country, and further shared his thoughts on the departure of players from Ghana to other countries. Ghana's top flight league has lost some top stars in the last couple of seasons. Most notable, Heart of Oaks Daniel, Efriye Banier, Kumasi Asante Kotokos, Ishmael Ganeo, and Bechem United's Hafiz Wunta to the incredible young, exciting prospects from the academy side, Wafa, have all left to ply their trade in other countries. Hilton's Turner so far has seen three local players called up to his squad. Hafiz Wunta Konkoni, formerly of Bechem United, was handed a debut call-up before leaving the shores of Ghana for Tanzanian side, Young Africans. Konkoni's fine 15 goals and one assist call in the 2022-2023 Bet Power Ghana Premier League season 
was rewarded with a debut call-up to Ghana's senior national men's team to play Madagascar in the penalty mate game of the 2023 AFCON qualifiers. Now, moving to some showbiz, it has been three years since the infamous UN Awards were held where a number of top Ghanaian celebrities and personalities, including musician and businessman Black, were honored. The award scheme, known as the Global Blueprint Excellence Award, a brainchild of Kwame Owusu Fojo, popularly known as Dr. Ewan, eventually turned out to be a scam. Years on, D. Black is still in disbelief that he fell prey to such a scam for which he was heavily trolled on social media. Speaking to the media, um, he described the incident as incredibly stupid. According to D. Black, for the 11 years that he has been in the limelight, he worked hard to stay off controversies and drama. However, all of the good image he built over the years was brought to naught when two unexpected scandals hit him with a, with a fake UN award crowning it all. The Afrobeat musician laughed at himself when he narrated his initial excitement with the award. He said he had always been passionate about his music and the idea of receiving recognition from his hard work may have been too hard to resist. The Black Avenue CEO revealed that he nearly went to the award ceremony with his mother but had to drop the idea and attend the event with his team members. The Black appeared not to be bothered by the event of the past. He is of the firm belief that there are minor setbacks that are incapable of derailing his plans. However, the Dr. Ewan Award may have been a cautionary tale in the entertainment industry, reminding everyone that not everything that glitters is gold and that sometimes even the most well-organized award scheme can lead to the most absurd and unexpected adventures. And that's it with the midday news on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your App Store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awain Temi Akansukuma. I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good afternoon. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio.